Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Yeah. What do they do now? Just calling me again as we start. Hey, yeah. we were beginning the show, and you're like, I was just, I was just writing stuff down. This is how we. This is how we start. This is how it is in the middle, and this is how we end. Usually, it, it, it's it's every day. It's the same thing. I say quiet, and you start going. <laughs> hi, 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 everyone! Welcome to episode two thirty three of the All Dolphins podcast. He is Omar. I am Pupar. You know, you recognize the X Plus hat. Um, Today is February 29th, the last day of February, the day that happens once every four years. The day before uh, my daughter's birthday. Sorry? I said it's the day before Mila's birthday. She turns three tomorrow. Big day. I believe, is it not also Tyree Kill's birthday tomorrow? Yes, it is Tyree Kill's birthday. And then there's somebody else who has another birthday. Mike McDaniel uh, is coming up. I to think Tua's birthday is. Tua's birthday yes, is like also early March. You are correct. Mm-hmm. And I'm late March, but nobody. Cares. Oh, look at you! What day? March twenty fifth. Happy, happy. Well, no, you're late. You're you got a while to go. It is also officially today, two weeks, fourteen days before the Dolphins have to get their books right. Thirty seven point six million dollars over the cap that needs to be cut before you even add a single player. Before you tag Christian Wilkins, before you sign Christian Wilkins, because no matter what he signed for, that year one cap, you still got to cut it unless you hold off on. Okay, you technically you do, but you can agree to a deal and not sign it till the first of the league year. But no matter what, and this is including Xavier Howard and uh, Emmanuel Ogba's release, you still got to clear thirty seven point six million dollars in cap space. Yes, we will get into this, some, some more salary cap issues. Yes, because it's the most pertinent uh, thing going on with the Dolphins right now, more so than the Combine, even though we'll, we'll touch on the Combine briefly after we do our obligatory history lesson. And yes, it is obligatory. Today is, issue, is episode 233. Dolphins have never selected a player 33rd overall. Okay. They have taken three players 33rd in a in round, round, in a round. Uh, the, probably the most notable of those may be Cordray Tankersley. Okay. Run in 2017. That was a cornerback out of Clemson who actually started 11 games as a rookie and then his career went downhill and then he blew up an ACL in practice. 
think it was after the season that started and basically was out of the NFL pretty quickly. Yeah, he started um, his most of the games his rookie season. I think that was a year Xavier Howard was battling with some injuries, but was never really the same player after that. I believe it was a third round pick, correct? Third round pick. Yep. Mm-hmm. And just didn't just didn't pan out. And Dolphins have taken three players, two hundred and thirty third overall. This is episode two thirty three. The last one was fullback Chandler Cox from Auburn. Twenty nineteen, he and he was here for a cup of coffee. He was because the Dolphins switched to an offensive style that did not require a fullback, so they said, "See ya." And then bad, bad, bad timing for bad timing for for Chandler Cox because when Mike McDaniel came in, Mike McDaniel loves the fullback, but Chandler Cox was already gone, gone a long time ago, and I don't even think he was in the NFL after the Dolphins cut him. Much correct. Right. Yes. I believe it was two seasons, I want to say, maybe. Mm-hmm. So this is where we stand. Um, nothing else to say about the history lessons. So well done. A couple of quick combine notes today. With the uh, on-field workouts for the combine began with the defensive linemen. And the, I guess the two guys who stood out in the 40-yard dash with the big dude from Texas. And when I say big dude, I'm talking 366 pounds is what he weighed official measurement at the combine and he ran, I think as like a five, two and you look and move it. It's is, is Tavandre sweat from Texas who is going to be a first round pick. He's a massive. Oh yes. Don't give me that. Look, he's a massive space eater in the middle of the defensive line. And if the dolphins were so inclined, even though I don't, because I think they have, there's another position that's screaming for an in. We'll get to that a little bit later, possibly. Um, he's that guy who would look, who would fill the Michael Pierce, Trevor Jones role that the Baltimore Ravens had. And mind you, well, and, well you, you, you like you, you jarbled up. He's a guy that can fill the what? Oh, it's and again, why is it my jarbling up when it's perfectly fine on my end? What's going on? Is it your internet? My internet? I, I don't know. Just say, um, it, you say it again. He's a guy that can fill the who role. Fold a, that massive space eater role in the middle of the defensive line, a la Michael Pierce, Trevor Jones, or Travis Jones, sorry, with the Baltimore Ravens, those guys who weighed like 350 pounds, 350 pounds, and basically clog up the middle and free everything else. Um, Don't forget the FSU kid. Well, I was going to mention the FSU kid, Braden, Braden Fisk, uh, who ran, had the fastest time for uh, in defensive linemen so far. Who moved very well, had a very good senior bowl week. Uh, he, not, was he was moving. He was uh, moving. I, not just that, he did great in the position drills. I saw uh, some defensive linemen that I actually follow. Um, and um, they they were tweeting out some of his video, and it, he absolutely killed it. Uh, Chad Ochocinco tweeted out some of his video. Um, when you're that big and you move that fluidly, people got people to gotta go back to the film. Yeah, and he's one that yeah, was a drill where they jump over the, the typewriter trail. Yeah, um, I'll give you another guy who I, who I liked who when I saw play absolutely jumped out to me was among the fastest times among interior defensive linemen is uh, Mackay Wingo from LSU. Uh, he, I mean, he jumped out to me like a guy like all over the place. Clearly, the most dominant guy. He gave me at Oliver vibes when I saw him at the University of Houston. Uh, but Wingo is not considered nearly that high of a prospect. 
the game I saw from him was fairly early in the season. I didn't follow LSU closely enough to where I, I saw a ton of their games. So I don't know. I can tell you he jumped out to me when I saw him. Remember when Ed Oliver was like a camp miss prospect? Do you remember he that? Balled out last year. It took him a while to get going in the NFL, but he like he got yeah. going last year. No, no, and yeah, I that dude was like man among boys at Houston. Mm-hmm. I, I'm only bringing it up because Wilkins uh, is a better player than him, so it'll be interesting to see. Uh, you oh what? No, come on. Last year the dude was good, man. He was good. Give the man a okay, Christian was good too. Christian was really, good. really, really good. Really, really, really good. Yes. Yeah. And and Ed Oliver was one of the players. I believe he's at like sixteen point six million dollars in in his in real value in his extension. And he was the only guy who took a below what the market was giving. Correct contract. Um, and basically, the Dolphins tried to do a little bit of jump over the line, and Christian was like, "What? No, thank you. I'm good." Christian was like, "Look at the other guys. Let's look at that. Yeah, girl. look at those guys. Not this guy. Look at those guys." Yeah. Um, and and ultimately, Christian will will win out on on this because you you play you ball out. Um, as I said, NFL Network. Not that I agree with it, but they rate him the number four free agent if he does hit free agency. But honestly, when you're a top ten or arguably top ten free agent on the market, you get the tag. So it'll be interesting to see now. Complicating that is the fact that the Dolphins have to clear $37.6 million in cap space. And if they put the franchise tag on Christian Wilkins, add a $22 million on top of that. And I have been going through the numbers and I am in the process of producing a breakdown of how do you create the $37 million in cap space. I'm just getting you to 37. I'm. This isn't you buy a free agent. This isn't you can't do nothing, but actually uh just be compliant with the league and it's challenging enough um if i add christian on top of that i i feel fearful for them um in terms of how much they've got to purge the roster but there are avenues poupard that you can do mechanisms that you can make and i wrote about it on alldolphins.com i think the easiest layup the easiest decision for me is extending tyreek hill's deal um i know he's got number of off-field issues and complicated drama which it uh, it seems to be continuously following him um however i would make the point to you um you you know him you're aware of who he is and the fact that he likes attention um and ultimately bottom line to me that makes it a very easy decision is is this guy a first ballot hall of famer or not he has three more Thousand yard season track for that, yes. Yeah, like okay. Well, I want a first ballot Hall of Famer on my team. I I just do. I want any Hall of Famer on my team, but first ballot means you're like elite of the elites. No, no, correct. And, and the the only the, the only debate there. I mean, everything you're saying is a complete slam dunk. The only debate there is again, he's about to be thirty years old now. Is you're looking? Stop giving me this. I'm saying, are you going to argue with? Mike me? Evans is 31. He just had a career year. Are you going to argue with me that the only? And again, I'm prefacing this by saying the only debate that could be had with this idea is the fact that he's going to be 33 if you if you push two more years. The guy just contributed. Oh, no, you're, like, not, you're not understanding me, though. I'm okay. Not, 
I don't care. He's he's elite at 30. He's God, still elite. Not understanding my, I'm not he, saying that, that you don't do it because of that. I'm saying that that's the only thing that would could give you pause to do it. Are okay. you going to give me that, please? It, it would No, the off-field stuff will give me pause to doing it. I don't worry about Tariq's age. I don't worry about him breaking down physically. Everybody breaks down physically. Yes, the 30-year-olds, they come back. They take a while longer to come back from their injuries. But let's... Ask, answer this question, and I'll just want a yes or no answer from you, yeah, Alan Pupart. Uh, yeah, you love it. I back you in the corner. What's the meaning it, of life? Yes or no? Uh, is Tyreek Hill a freak of nature? Yes or no? Yes. He's so, also he's also like limped to the finish line each of the past two years. The freak of nature. That's okay. a fact. Freak of natures. They generally remain freak of natures till Cam Wake is the only one that I ever saw like really decline. With age, you mean you're talking? You're talking about among freaks of nature? Yes, among freaks of nature. Yes, the I'm talking the physical freaks of nature, the oh. guys that are just off the chart, the Brett Grimes, the uh, Cam Wakes, the physical freaks of nature. And I put Tyreek in that category as well. He's just he's just a physical freak. Um, but I. Here, here's here's my here's my take on on this whole situation, and and we we've discussed this ad nauseum, but a it's lot too, huh? Ad nauseum and a lot too. Go ahead. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll enjoy your Canadian humor for a minute. Um, the thirty-seven point six million dollars in cap space. This is what the apocalypse is about. There's a lot of purging that has to go on in your roster. You have to do business differently than you've done in the past. And clearing that $37.6 billion million just gets you to being compliant with the league. It doesn't mean you go out there and get Derrick Henry. It doesn't mean you re-sign Robert Hunt. It doesn't mean you make a bid on Andrew Van Ginkle. You still got way more work to do to sign Christian Wilkins to a deal. This is just ways and mechanisms to get you compliant with the league, with the new league year, which happens at 4 p.m. on March 13th. This is where you have to be. And the Dolphins have no choice. This is a non-negotiable. So for the next two weeks, they're going to be shaking down players, restructuring contracts, extending contracts, uh, waiving players, and trying to figure out how to create that cap space. So everybody knows, and this is, you've already done Emmanuel and you've already done Xavier Howard. You don't get the use of Xavier Howard's money until June 1st. But you have to create 37.6 million dollars so what are the routes that you consistently hear alan Pupard of ways to create cap space let's address them you release keon crossin okay easy that's an easy, easy decision saves you three million dollars uh you if, if if you can waive him because he's had five surgeries and he might be in a medical situation where you have to give him an injury settlement but continue yes good, good point uh, and Jeff this, Wilson. So I, I would have to do cap research on this whether an injury settlement counts against the cap. That is, yes, I would have to do that as well. Um, Jeff Wilson cutting him saves yeah. you 2.9 million dollars. So you put him and Keon Crossing together, you've got virtually six million dollars in cap space. Okay, I propose on alldolphins.com the extension of Tyreek Hill, get, adding two years. At his present $24 million rate, I say even give him a million-dollar bump just because 
he's worthy of it. Um, and that would save you an additional $14 million. So that gets you 20 right there. Then you got a tough decision to make uh, regarding Jerome Baker. Releasing Jerome, um, who's been your starting inside linebacker for six or seven years. Can't remember which one. Six. Six. That gets you $9.8 million in cap savings. Now, it creates a huge hole in your defense, but just add that to the many holes that you've got in your defense, and it's all good. All over the roster. No, forget defense. All over the roster. All, all is, over the roster. Yes, correct. I was talking, I'm sorry. I mean, to quick side note, I was talking to, I think it was Joe and David, that I don't know if I recall, and this is, sorry if this is me being Mr. Downer, but it's the fact. Do we recall a team that finished 11 and 6 or 11 and 5, whatever the case may be, or 10 and 6, that had so many holes and needs heading into the draft? I mean, holy moly. They got a lot of holes. Yeah, I mean, when, you, when you look at the roster, you you realize it's Swiss cheese. But most often fans have not given a thorough, quick, good look at it. They're just like, oh, yeah, we got to recite everybody. We got to re recite everybody with what money? Like, there is no money. There's no There is no money and there's no cap space. Um, but you've got to figure out ways to do that. Um, then we get to – so we're already at release Jeff Wilson, release Keon Cross, and extend Tyree Kill. I think those are the easiest layups that remain. And then we get to the tough decisions about Jerome Baker. Cutting him saves $9.8 million. They probably haven't done it already because maybe there's going to be a conversation to get him to restructure his deal. Um, and speaking of restructuring deals – uh, I think that there's a possibility that you can do that with Jalen Ramsey because Jalen Ramsey believe that this is the final year of guaranteed money on his right. contract. Right. Um, and as you know, uh, when you were approaching the final year of a guaranteed money deal, that's when you generally want to restructure it. You could change the majority. Oh, he's got a $11 billion roster bonus already. Whoa, 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 whoa. Come on, come on. What's up? Million, you said billion. That's eleven. I'm sorry, eleven. Sign me up for that, man. Sign me up. Sign you up for eleven. Eleven million. Eleven billion is what you said. So yeah. okay. Sorry. What, what what complicates this is he's already got two fake years in his deal already. Um, this this is the final year of the guaranteed money. He's guaranteed twenty five point five million dollars. So, um, he doesn't have to do anything if it doesn't benefit him. Um, and ultimately. You can give him a $24 million signing bonus and restructure and change up those whole those years. However, you probably have to add years to the deal to just make it make sense, just like the Tyreek situation. But that would change his cap hit from $27 million to something probably, if you say add two more years to it, save you about $13 million in cap space. So that's a huge, huge thing that you could address. However, it means more of a financial commitment. And if you're thinking about Jalen Ramsey, he's going to want to be paid like a top five cornerback, which means roughly $18 million, $19 million a year. So are you comfortable with that? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Yeah, this is this is also where they can convert salary into into bonus and spread it out. Yes, 
they they can but he's already got a roster bonus of 11 million dollars so you're gonna have to he's got a 14.5 base salary yes it it's i think that that's a very logical thing to do but you're going it can be just you move around numbers you're going to have to give him probably an extension um but ultimately he's he's walking away the winner from this situation because he's got 25.5 million dollars in guaranteed money coming to him no matter what you do yeah. so uh that's one of the one of the players that's a viable option then you can extend to a we've talked about that ad ad nauseum is that is that, that how you a lot too <laughs> um and whether you want to pay him the 20 3.1 million dollars of a fifth year option or give him a multi-year deal somewhere in the 42 a year round and i only talk real money i you could throw on the fake 50 55 million dollar contracts that you'll they'll never see the final year quarterbacks is a little bit different but i don't look at that i look at real money in terms of what these guys are going to be paid and joe burrow is making 42 million dollars over the first three years of his deal joe burrow is making $42.1 million over the first four years of his deal a year. So that's, and he's the highest paid quarterback in the league. So that's more along the lines of what Tua is actually going to take home. So I don't, I don't pay attention to whatever the, the fake seven year or $300 million deal is. I, I look at what, what's going to come to him over the first three years of the deal. Um, we all know where Poupard sits on this situation. So no need to even go into it anymore. Um, Another option is extending Raheem Mostert, which is something that we both discussed. Raheem is in the final year of his deal, um, and he's making, for a Pro Bowl player, he's making $2.3 million, um, which is not a lot of money. And then he's got about $400,000 in game bonuses and workout bonuses. You can add a year to that. But the question is, would you want to, especially considering he's approach, he's turning 32 this year? The only, the only problem to me with most of is his cap number is 3.36. Yeah. How much lower are you going to be able to get it? No, it, it's no you, a base salary. And it depends on how many years you can add. And I'm not necessarily adding a, a year, a number of years to a 32 year old player. But I think no matter what Raheem is going to be all right um, in terms of what they do. But um, and knowing his situation considering he's coming off a pro Bowl year coming off a career year in rushing he probably wants a little bit of a bump so he probably wants to be in that four million a year round especially when you consider that jeff wilson made more than him last year so and jeff wilson barely even touched the ball so it's about taking care of your veterans and compensating those guys who are worthy of it um another player that i often hear get mentioned in terms of guys who oh, we could just restructure his contract, is Bradley Chubb. Now, mind you, Bradley Chubb is coming off an ACL injury that he suffered in December, so we have no idea when he's going to be healthy and when he's going to be available. But keep in mind that the Dolphins restructured his contract last year to create cap space, and as a result of that restructuring, his 24, 25, 26, and 27 years on his contract, his cap hit is already at $27 million. If you restructure him again, changing the bulk of his $19.7 million contract into a roster bonus, that's going to add five to six million extra in terms of cap hit. So now he goes from $27 million in cap hit to 32 
in 25 and 32 in 26 and 32 in 27. So I'm not necessarily certain that that's exactly a wise proposition to make, um, especially for a guy who's coming off an ACL injury. That's fair. And it's not, it's not his first either. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Uh, I believe the other one was to his other knee, but still. Um, no, that's fair. Then, then you get into some of these other guys like Zach Sealer, Durham Smite, Alec Ingle. Mike these White. are three, huh? Mike White. Mike. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to leave those off. I, I was addressing those guys because they are guys who signed new deals last year. And you'd basically be doing what you did with Tehran, Tyreek, and Bradley Chubb in the first year of their deals, which is you basically change all of their base salary, most of their base salary, except for the veteran minimum, into a a, a roster bonus. Mm -hmm. And it pushes down some of their cap hit. Now, the complicating part of doing this with Zach Sealer is uh, he just signed what should now be considered a below market deal, considering he's making $8 million a season. Um, if the Dolphins are coming to me and I'm Zach Seal and they're saying, hey, we need your help to create some cap space. Um, I'm looking at them and I'm saying, yeah, I want to help you create the cap space, but let's add a couple of years and bump up that salary for me. And make it, make it worth my while. Make it make it worth my while. And, and this is the world of business. Um, but he's probably got one of the best contracts and deals in the NFL right now in terms of being team friendly. Correct. Um, so. Do you want to take care of him? Uh, and I know he signed. Remember when he signed that deal? He signed that deal the week he suffered a knee injury in, in practice. Yep. And so I, I'm always supportive of guys, you know, getting their money. You know, a, a bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. And so I'm sure he's not regretting getting that $8 million. But if he was a free agent right now, he'd probably be somewhere in the realm of $14, 15000000 million a year. So... It'll be interesting to see how the Dolphins address that. But you you brought up Mike White. Mike White is an opportunity for the Dolphins to create, I believe it was three mil, uh, three point something, three and a half million dollars in cap space. Um, three and a half million dollars in cap space. Uh, the problem with that is uh, you would now be removing a backup quarterback from your roster and. For a backup quarterback, three and a half million dollars is a pretty good bargain. Now you can extend him as well. Correct. You can you can extend him and see if he wants to continue to be here and he wants the security and maybe you change all of that base salary, a majority of that base salary, two million dollars a roster bonus, um, extend the extend and it would probably drop his cap number by about two million dollars. So extending Mike White is an option as opposed to just releasing him because truthfully speaking, are you comfortable with Skylar Thompson being the only backup? If some team out there says, Hey, Mike White, we'd like to sign you for $5 million. Yeah, no. And mind you, Mike White's from South Florida. So, um, and, and playing for the dolphins was something that was, that was big for him. Now he's not going to leave money in the table just to stay in South Florida, but I, I think he's somebody probably could be, be agreeable to tack on another year. No? Absolutely. And um, Jason Sanders is also an option out there. Um, he is on the books, the kicker for three and a half million dollars, three point seven, seven, five. So and I don't know where you sit with that in terms of whether that's a lot or a little for a kicker. But, you know, having a decent kicker is better than not having a decent kicker. And I don't know where they it, what they 
they that's usually something that they do when they've already added a kicker and they let somebody compete. You figure out how that plays out for your organization. But I don't know if it would be wise for them to cut him now. And all you save is 2.3 mil. Yeah. They're 2.4. I don't know that it's significant enough. And again, unless they have a really strong feel for a kicker coming out, uh, coming and out then, of college. And then you still got to go get him with one of your very few draft picks and resources. Yeah, but you, sometimes you can get a kicker as a UDFA. Uh, Absolutely. Again, depending on how things play out. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know that I'd be up for making that move. Mm-hmm. So, uh, to me, there's also the possibility that you can extend David Long. You could extend Duke Riley. Um, these are players that you know are going to be here. They're core players. You add a year on to their deal, maybe two, um, depending on how you feel. You know, Duke is obviously a core special teams guy. Um, he's in the $2.5 million range. Uh, depending on what kind of signing bonus you give him, you can you can lock him up and, and take care of him. And him with the cap space, it, he could take care of you. It's not going to save you a tremendous amount of cap space, but at this point, every little dollar helps. If you if you think about it, Duke is at two. Duke is going to make two and a half million dollars this year in base salary and roster bonus. His cap number is three million dollars. Let's say you extend him a year or two, um, it's going to reduce his cap number probably by a million or two. I I don't necessarily know if it's worth it, but it's definitely something that you can consider. Yeah, I'm going to bring up something here, and it's not for us to go back and forth on a debate because we've had it many times. There's no need to. I'm bringing this only for informational purposes. Mm -hmm. uh, as you're aware, I'm going to detail the contract projection from Spotrack about Tua. With their thing was their projection was four years, 220 million, 55 million average, 105 million guaranteed at signing. 105 million practically guaranteed. And the most important thing here is because we're talking about the 2024 cap, their projection has a $15 million cap hit for 2024, which would result in a saving of $8 million. A four-year extension with 105 million guaranteed brings him down to 35 million a year, which because the guaranteed money would be split over the first three years of the deal. Now, Depending if they're doing a four-year extension and factoring in this fifth-year option, what's that four-year? What's what's the total on the four years? Two twenty. Two twenty plus his twenty-three point one equals two forty-three divided by five. Uh, two forty-three divided by five. Sorry, no. That brings him to forty-eight point six million a year on the full length of the deal. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, to me, to me, the significance here again was was the the cap hit change. For yeah. Twenty twenty four. So it would change it from twenty three to fifteen. Correct. Twenty three to fifteen. So that would be an eight million dollars cap savings. Correct. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm necessarily signing to it for eight million dollars in cap savings. I can go get that with Jerome Baker. Just a thought. Okay. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not you're not. You're, you're not, you, you have no horse in the race. I've had no. I've had, and I've had my fill of of, of Tua discussions today with the good folks on Twitter. Um, 
So and, and it's oh, not yeah. like we haven't invested. Yeah, I gotta tweet out your your Joe Rose interview too. Make sure I tag you. So in Twin I can find you. Of course. Oh, they find me. <laughs> um and again, one one more important thing here before we close. Uh we are, I am in Indianapolis at the Combine. As Omar indicated, and as we indicated earlier in the week, the Dolphins' main business is we talk, we talk about these prospect workouts. That's not what matters. In fact, Chris, Chris Greer said so much during the, his chat with the South Florida media contingent. As he said, ultimately what matters is what you see on game day. This is just – and in fact, what he talked about really liking about the combine in terms of the prospects is the interviews, getting to know mm -hmm. the person face to face. Absolutely. Dan Campbell said the same thing. Dan Campbell basically said, generally speaking in a five minute conversation, you can have guys who like check off what you want to see by the way they answer problem solving, stuff like that. And he mentioned Jack Campbell, linebacker from Iowa, knowing immediately after his conversation. Yeah. That's a guy. That's a guy checks all the boxes. We want to have him drafted him in the first round and the guy completely balled out for him. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, the significance of the do you remember, do you remember the two of Brian Flores combine uh, conversation? Yeah. 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 That, that, that got a little bit intense and a little bit uh, uncomfortable and a little bit. Uh... Sorry. Speaking of, of combine interviews, uh, Jatavian, Sanders, big tight end from Texas, great receiving tight end. Speaking of interviews, said he absolutely loved Mike McDaniel, said he was just like the guy you see on, televi on, on television, said he would love to play for the Dolphins, and then he threw out they would find a way to like maximize my skill or showcase me or something to that effect. Would they? They certainly found a way to maximize Mike Gesicki's skills and showcase his ability. Carry on. And that's part of the point that I made on alldolphins.com when I wrote about Mr. Sanders. Uh can he block? That's Correct. well. That he said that's the one thing that teams have been talking to him about. Um, but the combo. Let me let me say this: the Dolphins yeah. love Julian Hill. I know, I know. And there's nobody playing over Durham Smythe because Durham Smythe is like a sixth offensive lineman. They love Durham Smythe too. Yeah. So um, all, all yeah. these all these mock drafts that have the Dolphins drafting a tight end who's probably going to play 400 snaps, maybe if he's lucky. Not happening. And that's a different conversation for another day. Anyway, my, my entire point was for, for teams that combine is about not necessarily in that order, medicals, the player interviews, and then talking to the agents about the deals that they need to. Tampering. Just say it. Tampering, tampering and then the agent for their own players. Sure. No. Yeah. Drew okay. Rosenhaus has 98 clients. You think he's only saying to the Dolphins, no, 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 no. We're I, only going to talk about my 12 clients that are on your team. Exactly, Nobody yeah. else. We can't, we can't talk to you about the other ones. We can't yeah, talk to you about anybody out. else. Only the only the guys that are on your team right now. Okay, let's yeah. continue this conversation. That's a, but that's also the, I mean, that's the worst kept secret in the NFL, if not all, in all the sports. Yeah. It, the, the underwear Olympics is basically just a window dressing. And it, yeah. it, it just allows the league to create content for future use to create hype for the draft once free agency is over. So. And hold on. And as, as for those who get fixated on 40 yard dash times, Chris Greer brought up yesterday, our, our good friend Jarvis Landry, who ran like a four, seven, five at the combine, which is insanely slow for a wide receiver. Jarvis was a baller though. So 
Sure, precisely my point. So as we close this out, I'm going to throw out this idea to you, my friend Omar. Okay. And you guys can tell me what you, if you can swing it, Omar, if it works with your schedule. You guys can tell us in the comments if that works for you guys. I'm thinking maybe before I go out to my last dinner in Indianapolis, before I head back to Miami, the idea of a live podcast tomorrow, like at 6 p.m., say, 5.30, 6 p.m.? My daughter's birthday, bro. Oh, that's right. Okay. so Not we'll, happening. Then we'll save something. I, I love you guys. I respect you. I want to be with you live, but there's nobody who comes before my princess. And it's her birthday. We're going to go to build a bear and we're going to build us a bear. There you go. Yeah. All right. Understood. We will we will be back tomorrow, though. So look forward to seeing you. You know how to find all our work, alldolphins.com, free, no paywall, no subscription. You click, click it, you read it. Poupard's done four stories today. I'm producing this masterpiece of, of how to get $37.6 million in cap space, um, which is a, a, a work in math, math, which I love you people, so I'll do it. Um, and you know how to find us on the podcast, any place you find audio streaming sites, all dolphins like subscribe tweet share tell us that you love us because we love you i need it i need it with all, I, the yeah. hate, with all the hate i got on twitter i need i, I, I need some i need some of this i i yeah yeah i, there I, you go, yeah. I put out a put out a video of you today where you you basically told people don't get married so you know i i i felt like uh it's better to be single right than marry the wrong one yes oh okay good you're right. I'm not arguing with you. You're right. Okay. Divorce is painful. So, all right, folks, we'll see you tomorrow. Visit alldolphins.com for the latest news, analysis, and columns, and it's all free. You can find Omar Kelly and Alan Poupard on the All Dolphins podcast discussing South Florida's NFL team on YouTube and anywhere you find your audio podcasts. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share so you stay in the know. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.